Hello, hello, lovelies. It has been a while. Welcome back to Trash Box, a very special Trash Box because it's the first one I've done in like a month. And also, I have an announcement to make. I know. Basically, I was finding the schedule of the podcast every week, booking a guest, taking notes during my Housewives episodes um, a little much during the fall and then into the winter because, you know, my schedule in autumn 2021 wasn't like it was a year before, which was mid-pandemic and I was doing absolutely nothing and I needed an outlet for creativity. And that's when I started the podcast. Perfect, right? But like I said, cut to a year later and I'm getting really busy. And um, I was getting more work opportunities like I'm, I'm still broke, don't you worry. But I was getting more work opportunities and like comedy stuff and writing gigs and I was getting overwhelmed. Um, and then I got COVID in mid-December and that was a whole thing. I'm absolutely fine. It was Omicron. And I don't know really what the fuck Omicron means, but it didn't really affect me worse than a cold. Luckily, and my partner too, uh, we, didn't, we didn't get it that bad and we were okay after a week. But I decided to take a little break because I needed to take a breather. And now in that January has started, all these projects are starting up for me. And I am like, I don't think I can keep doing this every week. But on the flip side, I really do love doing the podcast. And I love I love that people listen to it. And you guys have all been really, really loyal. And I'm getting messages, people being like, when's it coming back? And like, that just breaks my heart because now I'm looking at this crossroads. It's like, what do I do, right? Do I take a break and then come back? with a, like a second season, let's say in the spring or something? Or do I take a break and kind of reformat Trashbox as we know it? Right now I'm kind of leading, leaning towards reformatting the podcast, taking like, you know, a couple, a couple more months off and then in the spring coming back and making it more of a general pop culture podcast with some Real Housewives and reality TV elements, but kind of opening it up so I can have more you know, guests on that aren't necessarily housewives freaks like us. But it makes me sad too, right? Because I want to keep, I want to keep doing this, but I just don't know if I have the time to make it a weekly thing. Whereas if I do like a general pop culture podcast, it's less of a gun to my head time-wise. Because when you're doing a Real Housewives recap podcast, you kind of have to get the episodes out that week. And if I'm doing more pop culture stuff, I can record the episodes on my downtime, release them weekly. And I think that could still be really fun because I have a lot of opinions. <laughs> I have a lot of opinions. I think that's that's fair. But I have a lot of opinions um, on stuff outside the Housewives as well. And I feel like I'm on cocaine or something right now. I feel like... All right, calm down. Calm down. And I'm sorry if I'm talking too much about this. But this has worried me. And um, I just want to be transparent with you. And I'm leaning towards kind of a reboot of the premise of the podcast. So that's what's going on in my world. I hope you all had a good holidays. Fuck me, eh? How is this pandemic not over yet? But on the plus side, I am going to give you some Housewives coverage today. After all that, let's talk Housewives. And it has been good, hasn't it? <laughs> I gotta say, it is um, freeing not to write notes when you're watching it. Really freeing. Just let all that crazy, sh crazy, <laughs> just let all that crazy shit wash over you. Uh, I have been like very active on the Reddit though. I gotta say that's been my outlet for uh, all my, um, all my opinions on those Reddit live threads, baby. So I'm just gonna kind of use this as a stream of consciousness thing. The return 
of OC. Okay, so I had to stop watching it last season because of all the Kelly Dodd drunk wives matter crap and I didn't understand the point of Elizabeth Vargas and I was over Bronwyn and we're back, baby. And Heather Debro is back. Here is my official opinion on Heather Debro. Does she make good television? Yes. Is she a good person? No. Is she obsessed with trying to prove to us that she is a good person? Yes. That's my frustration. Be a villain. If you're going to be a villain, villain. She's bright as shit. What is going on with Terry's face? I feel bad for him. I shouldn't have to feel bad for a white male multimillionaire. But that's how much she's fucked up his face. I don't know. I mean, listen, I don't want to body shame or critique people's looks here. (laughs) But when you do that to yourself, I have a hard time, especially if you're a man, I have a hard time feeling pity for you. We we looked up, we, my partner, because I've made him watch OC. He does not like it. Uh, We looked up an old picture of Terry. He kind of, he's, he was cute back in the day. Like, would I fuck him? No, but he was cute-ish. He had kind of a Jason Siegel vibe. Yeah, uh, Terry and Heather, it's something. Who am I really enjoying? Gina, really enjoying Gina. I'm kind of, I'm kind of over Emily's shtick, especially now that I know she's a Trumper. Um, I haven't watched the last episode of OC, but I saw the meme of her taking the 12-inch sub out of her bag And it just seems a little try hard. It all seems like it's kind of uh, on purpose. Like, look at me. I'm I'm so wacky and relatable. So I'm I'm not feeling that. Although I have come to love Shane. I cannot believe that this fucking moron could only pass the bar when they lowered it. What a sad way to become a lawyer. Can you imagine? Can you imagine you're trying to... You're trying to, you know, sue somebody. You're trying to defend yourself in court. And you find out that your lawyer didn't even technically pass the bar. <laughs> oh, he's a he's a mess. Um, and I don't, I don't know. Do they have sex? Does Emily and Shane, do they have sex? And is that something I want to think about? Do Terry and Heather have sex? I think Gina and her boyfriend have sex. I don't know about Shannon Bedore. I could see Shannon Bedore having trying to have a good sex life for the man. You know what I mean? I don't think Shannon Bedore is getting a lot of orgasms. I could see her like doing it to, for him, period. Like, I mean, she was married to David. Okay, so I sat down and I was with my partner, Ali, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and I had to explain to him the uh, the whole Real Housewives of Orange County, okay? Oh, my fiance, Ellie, by the way, because we got engaged. I'm very excited, blah, blah, blah. Um, Anyway, so I'm trying to explain to him Shannon Bedore because he's like, who is this character? I don't even think he asked, actually. I just think I was like, here's Shannon Bedore. And I was like screaming facts at him. And I was I was explaining David. And the more I talked about David, the more I was like, oh my God, what terrible trash person that man was. What a terrible trash person. And Shannon's, Shannon's a piece of work too. And I feel bad for those girls. My God. But... Shannon doesn't seem to have a ton of allies except for one very special new cast member. And she's a little divisive online. I feel like either people love her or they're like, she's not that great. She's going to go the way of Leah McSweeney. Noella. That woman. I still haven't seen this showdown between her and Heather. 
but I really enjoy her. She's given me Jules Weinstein, who I always thought was super underrated. And yes, and they both, what, what do they have in common? They both went on the show to get divorced. Maybe not even on purpose, but you know, this isn't out and I don't blame them for that at all. <laughs> when people are like, she only came on the show to get divorced. I'm like, great, give me that drama. Who is Sweet James? He's a mess. He seems terrible. And all of her online stuff. Oh, oh my God. And what was that scene where, I even forget her fucking name, but the one who sued Terry for the bad tit job, or did she even get a tit job? She got the tits, right? Did she? Yeah, she got the tits. She just didn't go through the suing thing. Um, I want to say her, her name is Nicole or Jen, the redhead with the face that looked like um, she took that, <laughs> that makeup gun that Homer Simpson invented in that one episode of The Simpsons and just shot it at her face. Her lunch where Noella was like freaking out and having an anxiety attack, even if it was, even if it was for the cameras, I don't give a shit. Bring me, give me that anxiety attack, baby. Give me it. Uh, and Nicole slash Jen is like, oh my God, I can't do this. Like, I, I, I'm so embarrassed. She was so rude to her. I'm obsessed, but not obsessed to remember her name because I find the other woman, Jen, the blonde plastic surgeon with the husband who doesn't ever wear a shirt, who's also a Trumper. Though she's a Trumper, not the husband. Um, I find her so boring. I find her so boring. So really, Noella is the cream of the crop for the new girls. I like Gina. I'm I'm okay with Shannon's messiness. Of course, Shannon has this thing where she can never take any fucking accountability. And I'm already over Heather acting like she's the queen bee because I hate, because in real life, yes, it's fun TV, but in real life, I would hate this person. I'd hate her. Whereas I would hate Shannon, but she's so messy. She's so traumatized. She's so stressed out, this ball of anxiety that I can't look away. Whereas everything is measured with Heather, right? Everything's measured. Everything's kind of phony baloney. Her house is fucking ugly. It looks like a hotel foyer. And you can tell she just wants to be on Beverly Hills. And she wants her lifestyle porn. And she wants her fucking $40,000 sushi party to be center stage. No, give me real drama. And I, I didn't like that whole like, you never, don't ever fuck with my family. That's not a threat. That's a promise. Boring boring get messy get mean get mean for real don't give me these these lines that somebody wrote for you so that's how i feel about oc right now i'm digging it i'm okay but it i don't know why i opened with it though on this this podcast because what i'm really obsessed with and we'll get to salt lake we'll save salt lake for last because i have so many opinions i'm so into miami right now what the fuck this show is gold okay so backstory i never watched the original. I watched, I think, the first two episodes. I thought Larsa Pippen at the time was a snooze. I continue to think that Larsa Pippen is a snooze and a half. Um, she's the worst part of the show. But I, I just never got into it. But I thought, you know, it's rebooted. Seeing all this stuff on the Reddit about Alexia and this, like, her dead husband's gay lover. I'm going to try it out. I'm just going to jump in. I'm going to jump in. And I, I will tell you, the first 10 minutes, I was like, I don't think I will ever be able to distinguish any of these women from from one another because they all have this, it is fascinating, this different um, plastic surgery for each city. They all have this Miami blow up face, right? L like, what what is Lisa? 
<laughs> what is Lisa's face? I can't even tell if there's a human under there. She's just fillers and plastic and silicone and, and yeah, I, I don't know what's going on there. But 10 minutes later, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I know the difference between every single one of these women. And I think, I think Alexia might be one of the best housewives I've ever encountered. I, I, okay, so here's the issue. I want to go back and I want to watch all of them. But over the break, me and Ellie were, oh my God, I love him so much. And here's the thing, he's not going to listen to this podcast, so who cares? We are together constantly. We both got COVID at the same time, so we had to lock down. Then Toronto locked down, period. So we can't leave. We can't leave our homes to do anything. Like we can go grocery shopping, but there's no restaurants. There's no nothing. There's no socializing, right? So it's just me and him. Which means there is always a TV watching compromise that has to go down because we're always on the couch together. He's very nice, right? He watches a lot of my crap. And you know, I'll watch some of his British chat shows that he watches on YouTube too. But the thing is, I tend to win out because I'm bossy and he's nicer than me. So at a certain point, he's watching a lot of my stuff and I don't think it's nice to take advantage of his kindness well, more than I already do, and make him watch three seasons of The Real Housewives of Miami. But back to what's going on right now. I completely, and, and again, I haven't watched the, the other three seasons, so I don't know. Take it with a grain of salt. But fuck, I love Alexia, okay? I, I read that her son punched a homeless dude or grabbed his nuts or something or punched him in the nuts, and then she defended him on that. So that's, that's, that's a strike. That's not good. But let's just ignore that for a second. And worship her. And worship her. I love that she's so open about her dead ex-husband's lover. I love that she was married to a, to a famous drug dealer. I'm sure he was a terrible person, right? I don't care. I'm, I'm here for this drama. I, I like that she's marrying a guy who's good for her right now. He seems like a really nice dude. I love Frankie. I hate Peter. That's a bad person. I, I cannot comment on her mothering, but I will. And I don't think that she ever disciplined that boy, clearly. Um, and his father's obviously a piece of shit as well. And I don't think his brain cells are, um, there are not many of them in Peter's brain. So I don't think he ever had a chance to be a good person because I think that when you're that entitled and you're that dumb and you don't have any discipline, you're kind of fucked, like an affluenza type thing. So clearly he's fucked, right? And God bless Alexia, but she's she's done a shitty job on him. And she gives a lot of love to Frankie. She clearly loves, she loves Peter too. She loves Frankie. But I don't know how emotionally intelligent she is. And you know what? I could be wrong. I could go back to the first three seasons and be like, oh, wow, she's a, she's a fucking genius. But I somehow doubt it. But she's enabling her kids and she spoiled them rotten. And poor Frankie, she needs to put him in some kind of physical therapy or I don't, I don't, I don't understand um, how those injuries work. But she, clearly he can't be just on his phone all day and then smoking weed with his brother. He needs to be progressing, right? And I fucking love her fiance for finally calling her on her bullshit because she's spoiling her boys and that's a disservice to them. And I think Peter is way too long gone for that. But Frankie is a sweetheart and he just needs some help. So I love the fiance. I love the drama she's bringing. She puts those Beverly Hills housewives who keep their drama under wraps, the, the Lisa Rinna's of the world, she puts them to shame. This is how you do it. This is how you be a real housewife, okay? 
Because I'm not recapping one particular episode, I'm just going to jump over to little Wikipedia here and give my opinion on each of these Real Housewives of Miami. Alexia, lover. Larsa, snooze fest. I don't care about your post-divorce home. Just because you are friends with the Kardashians and you have an OnlyFans, it doesn't make you interesting. It's an issue. Yes, she has a lifestyle. Yes, she has connections. Blah, blah, blah. She's a bore. She's really boring. Um, Lisa. She's a little boring too, isn't she? I mean, all the elements are there. She's, you know, a, a walking piece of plastic. She's married to a plastic surgeon. Clearly the marriage is fucked. But what's going on other than the lifestyle? So there's potential, but where's the meat? And maybe my opinion of this will change when I go back and watch all of Miami. Um, Gertie. I like Gertie. She's a lot of fun. I think she has a ton of potential. She talks a lot. She's a lot in a good way. I get called a lot or abrasive a lot. So I can um, kind of empathize with what she was going through at that dinner when everyone was being really mean to her. I thought Adriana was such a dick for coming after her that way. I think Gertie's like defense that like, you know, she's gone through a lot of trauma didn't fit in that moment but she has gone through a lot of trauma and a lot of loss and I don't think when when Julia was talking about her um oh my god her son being murdered as a baby what the fuck that was so disturbing um and sad but when Gertie talked to brought up her miscarriage in that in that discussion I don't think that was her trying to one-up her for trauma. I think that was genuinely a completely emotional reaction to Julia's story that had to do with her own, her own trauma. And I think that Adriana was a fucking bitch for like acting like it was rude of Gertie. I don't like that. We'll see what happens with Gertie and Adriana. I, I enjoy Adriana. I just find myself rarely agreeing with her. And I'm excited to go back and watch her because well, how old is she? I'm going to look this up. Adriana, what's her last name? What, what's Wikipedia? Tell me. Adriana Demora. Adriana Demora age. 56. She does look good, doesn't she? I don't really care that she's flirting with Julia. Julia's wife doesn't really seem to give a shit either. I love Julia's wife. More of her in the show, please. I really like Julia. I love the way she speaks. She's so gorgeous. And what a natural beauty too. Like she doesn't look like a, you know... A wax doll, a la Lisa. Um, who else do we have here? I We don't know much about Nicole so far, but I'm like digging the upcoming scene. Again, I haven't seen it. Of her, her um, ex-con father. That ought to be fun. So Julia, Nicole, Gertie, Lisa, Larsa. Fuck Larsa. Get rid of Larsa. Um, Marisol. I've seen clips of Marisol before because of Mama Elsa um, on Reddit and YouTube and crap. Uh, Kiki seems cool. Whatever. So I, I'm just digging it. I'm, I'm having a good time. And it just seems like a really, like a breath of bright, fresh air. And I love the, uh, <laughs> I love the opening. Da, 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 da. It's good. It's, it's fun. It's good. But it's, I mean, it's not as good as da, 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 Salt Lake City. This season is so fucking good. There is an issue though. And it is Mary M. Cosby. Yes, she is bringing the drama technically, but... I am not enjoying watching her in any way. I find her extremely frustrating, incredibly invalidating. She truly believes she's a god. 
that's the thing. She really does believe she's a god. So when Whitney doesn't get back to her immediately when she's calling her, Whitney is dead to her. But she it's okay that she doesn't show up to Whitney's like sunset healing circle because Whitney's just a lesser than. Whitney's a pleb compared to her. She really believes she's a god and that explains everything. That's not fun to watch because she's also quite cruel. And she's also really emotionally stupid because she doesn't really give a shit if people like her or not. Because again, in her head, she is a god. So even somebody like Lisa, who was acting like her friend, um, she'll just lash out at. And I'm pretty sure she's lashing out at at Meredith on social media too. She doesn't give a fuck about um, her allies. She doesn't care. She'll shit on them. Whitney was a good friend. She doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't give a fuck. She's evil. She's evil. Like, all this stuff is coming out. We all know. You all know what's going on. She is evil. I do not find her fun to watch. She acts like she's above everybody. She shows up to this trip last night, and she's bothered to be there. She she doesn't want to be there. She thinks she's above it. I find Meredith weirdly similar. Meredith acts like she's above the drama of the housewives, And above all their activities, and these are just narcissists. They're narcissists. Meredith has fallen so hard in in my eyes this season. And guess who is my new favorite? And I know she's constantly wrong, and she's a fucking mess, and she cries to get out of shit. I'm obsessed with Lisa Barlow. I mean, I know it's like overused. Like, icon, yes, queen, blah, blah, blah. I love her, okay? I'm fucking obsessed with her. Everything she does is ridiculous. She is a caricature of a human being. If she wasn't Mormon, she'd have me. She'd have my heart. Um, I don't know. Maybe this is really offensive, but is this bad? Is this bad of me to say? But if the fact that she's like such like a, like an unapologetic, like diehard Mormon, it makes me question not her intelligence because I know intelligent people can get caught up in cults. It does. It makes me question her intelligence, honestly. I think she is completely shallow. I think she's a queen bee. I think she's a mean girl. I think she's two-faced. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love Jenny. I love Jenny. What a mess. And this is me going, doing a complete 180 because like, I think back in November when I was doing recaps of the show, I was like, I can't with the sister wife storyline. I can't do it. I hate Dewey. And I continue to hate Dewey. In fact, I hate all the men except for Justin Rose, even though I'm pretty sure he's leader of an MLM thing. And I, I I like Lisa's husband, but they're all trash, Seth included, and Dewey as well. But Miss Jenny Nguyen, my lord, Jenny, she's a little sister. She was the one who in the van, like she she told Jen all about the, the private investigator stuff. She brings shit up all the time. I really like it. I really enjoy it. Here's... And Jenny is the reason why Meredith has lost me completely. In addition to her and Mary acting like their shit don't stink and they're above everybody, even though they're getting the same paycheck as everybody else and you're on a fucking reality show about drama. In addition to that, Meredith is a fucking racist and she won't own it. She, she doesn't own it. The fact that she was like, oh, maybe I wouldn't say it, but about the uh, Mary's slanted eye, eyes comment, one of Mary's many offensive comments that she just lies about not saying later on, even though we have video proof, thugs, 
and the Mexican cartel stuff and then the slanted eyes and then the Asian, the, the offensive Asian accent when she was talking to Meredith. And Meredith just like, whatever. Uh, it's not what I would say, but well, is it racist? I don't know. Meredith, you're white. If and, and, th- th- and this actually brings me back to last reunion when Meredith said something like, you know, calling somebody racist is a big deal nowadays. She really thinks she gets it. She doesn't get it at fucking all. She, I don't know why we, I don't know why I gave her so much credit at first. I don't know why. I thought she was smarter. She's not. She's an idiot. And she really thinks she's better. I am kind of team Jen Shaw at that dinner last night. Go. So it's Monday. What the fuck day is it? Monday the 17th. So I just watched the new Salt Lake City last night. And what a great episode. You know what's going to be great? When Jen Shaw is plastered by noon, right? Um, And I don't know. Is she on coke or something? How is she not passing out at that sunset ceremony? But I, I agree with Jen Shaw saying, you think you're so much better than us, Meredith. And even... My now beloved Lisa sees it too, I think. I think they've all turned on her. They're over her bullshit. They're over her. I'm disengaging. Like, uh, did Jen really attack your family? I don't even give a shit if she sent threatening messages to Brooks. Brooks is a grown ass man who already has like a pound of Botox in his face. He's not 15. He, ch- he chose to be on the show. He's the one who came home to be on the show from university. And you can lie all you want, Meredith, but we know that to be true. And did you see her reunion look? Apparently, <laughs> apparently Brooks was involved in that fiasco. If you haven't, go check it out. She's an idiot. Meredith is a total hypocrite and I'm so over her acting better than the housewives and I and Jen Shaw yeah what a mess yeah totally guilty lying through her teeth constantly and yet I can't look away I can't look away I really hope this trial takes 10 years because I need her on my television show she makes such great television I don't know why Heather is still her buddy I don't care I love I love some Whitney and Heather, bad weather, tornado spin, the truth, destroy. I think that if they actually hooked up with Lisa and they became um, a team, that would be great TV. Now, maybe I love them as enemies. I love Jenny. I love Lisa. Fuck, I love Jen Shaw. I love Whitney. I love Heather. I can't get enough of it. Can't get enough of it. Got rid of Mary. I mean, Mary not coming to the reunion like she sealed her fate. And now her church is closed down. I'm reading rumors about that. I need her to go down in a very public, spectacular fashion. You know, I'm not saying death or, you know, something bad like that. But I do need the truth to come out. And I need her to admit the truth. I just finished watching all those Nexium documentaries. And I need her to go the way of Keith Rainier. Rainier? Rainier? The guy from Nexium, The guy, Allison Mack's sex cult. She's horrible. She's horrible, you guys. I actually get like, angry. I want her gone. I don't. I don't have. Um. I don't take any pleasure in watching her. She's so cruel and and selfish and racist and gross. And Meredith is just like this. I don't like. What does Mary have on Meredith that she's sticking by her? Like I don't. You can't. You can't be like Jen Shaw is a horrible person and then be besties with Mary. It, it, some, something's not quite right here, right? <laughs> oh my God. 
Oh boy. And those reunion fashions, all of them kind of sucked. The best one, I think, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. I mean, I'm sure you have. If you're listening to this podcast, you're you're pretty much deep in. It's kind of a niche podcast to begin with that, you know, only so many people listen to. So I'm sure you've seen the reunion looks. I didn't mind Lisa's, but I think that it should have been to the floor. And the issue is that they all get wrinkled when they sit on them that long, right? I remember reading some um, anecdote, some celebrity gossip anecdote about Nicole Kidman going to the Oscars and she had this like deep yellow dress. And I remember reading that she kind of like <laughs> laid out in the, the limousine on the way there so it wouldn't get wrinkled and it looked perfect. And I think if you're wearing that kind of shiny material, don't worry to the reunion because you're going to be sitting down. This is all a long way of saying Lisa's the only one that looks half good. I mean, I think I read a tweet that was like, <laughs> uh, Heather's outfit looks like she's wearing it to like a Trump fun fundraiser. I love Heather. I really do. Uh, but yeah, not, not great. Not great, Bob. And that's a little Mad Men reference for all you Mad Meners out there. Um, yeah, it was quite an episode. I loved Jen Shaw freaking out. God, I could not believe that a production assistant or someone in production or producer had to physically separate Lisa Barlow and Jen Shaw in that first 10 minutes of the episode. And then it was nary a mention after that. <laughs> we are we are living in golden times of Salt Lake. I will say that. Golden times. So, oh, guys, I'm getting kind of emotional. Um, I'm going to wrap it up here. We will be coming back in some form or another. Yeah, so dot, dot, dot. We'll see what happens. Stay tuned. Keep following me um, at Trashbox Housewives on Instagram or at mrich44. That's my personal one. E-M-R-I-C-H-4-4. And in fact, if we do go a different route with the marketing of the podcast and the, and the concept, um, it'll probably change to like Trashbox the pod or something like that. I mean, we have a Twitter, but like, does anybody even follow it? No, no. And I never post on it anyway. Follow it though, I guess. <laughs> I just want to say thanks for listening. And, um, yeah, get at me if you have any ideas. Seriously, if you have any ideas, let me know. Um, I'll post like a little Instagram like picture. And if you want to write it there, DM me, let me know. I'm, I'm really open to things. And I just want to say, I've had such a ball doing this and I've had so many great guests and this isn't the end. So stay subscribed if you're subscribed and let me know what else you want to talk about. Like, I'm not going to lie. I, I really like talking about the psychology of Real Housewives but I also like talking about the psychology of real life. And I want to have guests on here, like really funny comedians who I know in real life, who aren't Housewives fans, to talk about pop culture and funny stories from their real life. And yeah, I don't know, man. I always want to open it up, I feel. I really do. I just want to thank you so much, guys. Um, this is going to sound so fucking stupid, but I'm getting emotional. And I really do love you for listening. And I, it's what a wild community we have, eh? The Housewives. I, I'm so glad I found it. Um, so this isn't the last you hear from me. Keep subscribe. Bye-bye.